Christmas Eve service of blessings and carols will begin on page three with O Come All Ye Faithful. Let us rise.
seated. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it. With justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf, and the lion, and the fat calf together. And the little child shall be.
have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father.
those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration with Barnabas, with the governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for him in the end. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who was in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, 
and he shall be their peace.
And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in an angel. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told.
And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The little town is just bursting at the seams with all the visitors from out of town. Normally, families need to plan for big get-togethers, but this huge family reunion is ordered by Caesar Augustus in Rome. Everyone must go to the place of their ancestry. All the descendants of King David are back in Bethlehem to be registered by the Romans. No one thinks it's a good idea to get registered, but you don't go against the Romans. And it'll be nice to have all the generations of David's family gathered together for a time. Now, over the years, traditions have developed that Jesus was born in a stable because there was no room for them in the inn due to the evil innkeeper. And Mary gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. The word for inn here, however, really more likely means guest room and that Jesus was born in the family area at a relative's house in Bethlehem, and was laid in a manger where animals were brought in at night for safekeeping. Imagine you're one of those relatives staying in the same house and witnessing all that is taking place. People keep arriving for the registration. The upper guest room is full. Now the lower family area is packed. One couple... Your cousin Joseph and his wife Mary arrive from Nazareth, 90 miles north. And Mary is very pregnant. She's about to give birth. There will not be much privacy, but she'll have lots of help. And the time comes for Mary to give birth, and everything goes as smoothly as giving birth can go. And the baby is swaddled up in strips of cloth, and now a bed must be found. Since the guest room is full, one of the stone mangers is cleaned out and fresh straw is put in and the baby is laid there on a bed of straw to sleep. What a joyous event. Mary gives birth to her firstborn son and Joseph's entire family is there to celebrate. That evening as things are winding down and people are starting to get ready for bed, there's a knock at the door. Who's this? Are we expecting any more family? There really isn't any more room, but we'll figure something out. When the door is opened, it is not family traveling in from out of town. Instead, it's local shepherds standing at the door. How strange. What are these guys doing here? And the shepherd in the front of the group says, We have been all over town searching for the Savior, Christ the Lord. Is there a baby here wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger? And an unnerving silence falls over everyone in the house. Whoa. How did they know that? The father of the house responds, yes, yes, indeed, there is a baby here as you describe, but how could you possibly have known? An angel appeared to us tonight in the field, glowing with the glory of God, scaring us half to death. And the angel said, 
Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. The angel told us, and it's true. Here he is, the Savior, Christ the Lord. Mary and Joseph go over to talk to the shepherds by the door, and just then the baby wakes up, starts to fuss. You go over and pick up the baby out of the manger, and you comfort him amidst all the excitement. You hold the baby Jesus in your arms and gently rock him and try to quiet him. As Mary brings the shepherds over to see the baby. Christmas is a hugely popular holiday for people from many, many different backgrounds. It is a fascinating phenomenon because Christmas is the celebration of the incarnation of God. We rejoice at God taking on human flesh and being born in Bethlehem. We celebrate the Son of God becoming Emmanuel. God with us. Non-Christians celebrate Christmas while rejecting Christ. A lot of folks who claim to be Christian but reject the teachings of Christianity still love Christmas. There are many who get really offended by Jesus' teaching and then they celebrate his birth. I wonder if many folks think that Christmas Jesus is safe Jesus. A Jesus you can hold in your arms and shush. A Jesus who's not telling you to love your enemy. Not telling you to forgive others. Not warning you about lust and anger and greed. Not teaching you about sin and forgiveness. Not calling you to repent and take up your cross and follow. And not telling you... That he has to die for your sins. Christmas Jesus just laying there. Seemingly under your control. Baby Jesus seems like a safe Jesus. For so many Christmas has been reduced to nothing more than a sentimental holiday. All about colored lights and trees and food and family and ugly sweaters and gifts and Memories of Christmas's past. It's a sentimental Christmas with a safe Jesus lying silently in the nativity scene, not making anyone uncomfortable. Now, baby Jesus is small, but he's not safe. His birth is announced by an army of angels. A star appears in the heavens to mark his arrival. From his infancy, he brings division and death as the devil tries to kill him. As C.S. Lewis says about Aslan the lion and the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, Jesus is not safe, but he's good. Jesus is not safe. He is the Savior. 
The little lamb of God lying in a manger has come to defeat the devil by being the sacrifice for the sin of the world. For our sake God made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. You cannot shush Jesus because he is God and you are not. He is the Lord and you are his servant. In the battle against the devil, the world, and your own sinful nature, Jesus is in charge. And yet he comes to serve you and save you and lay down his life for you. Jesus is the light who takes into himself the darkness of your sin and pays the price on the cross. And afterwards, his body is swaddled in cloth and he's laid on a stone slab. Safe Jesus would have stayed dead. But Jesus is not safe. He rises from the dead and on the third day, he conquers death forever. And because Jesus rose from the dead, you will rise from the dead. Thank God, Jesus is not safe. The light of Christ comes into the world in the little town of Bethlehem. The light spreads from the manger in Bethlehem to those in the house and the shepherds and the magi. And to Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and Galilee and to the surrounding nations and out to the farthest reaches of the world. The light spreads from one person to another to another, generation after generation. The light of Christ has been on the move, spreading person to person for 2,000 years. And the saving light of Christ has come to you. The Advent wreath is all lit up tonight. One candle for each of the Sundays in Advent and the center Christ candle now also. The Christ candle represents the light of Christ, which comes into the world as that baby in Bethlehem. As we near the end of the service tonight, I will take light from the Christ candle and I'll share it with everyone here. As you receive the light, remember, you are baptized. At your baptism, you receive Christ, who is the light of the world. As we share the light of the Christ candle, picture the light of Jesus, bringing light into the darkness throughout the centuries as it spreads all over the world. Tonight, you celebrate Christ's arrival in Bethlehem. Tonight you rejoice in Jesus coming to be God with you, to save you from your sins. Tonight you celebrate the birth of a Savior who is not safe, but who is good. Merry Christmas. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise for prayers.
In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. On this most holy night, off the wonder and majesty of the Incarnation, and in thanksgiving that the Savior of the nations has come, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, that the proclamation of Christ's birth would sound forth throughout the world. That God would give faithful pastors to his church to proclaim these good tidings. And that he would give his people willing ears to hear and believe. Let us pray to the Lord. For peace in all homes. That our Heavenly Father revealed Jesus' identity and Mary's fidelity to Joseph. Would richly preserve all families with his word and grace to live in love for one another. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For good government, that God will move all authorities to govern in service to the will of David's Son and Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for generosity, that the Father who loves us and sent his Son as a propitiation for our sins would perfect his love in us to show kindness to those in need. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for deliverance from affliction that God who sent Jesus to save us from sin's curse would hear the pleas of all who call on him for mercy, especially Danielle, Kelly, Paul, Michelle, Rob, Frank, Sharon, Patricia, Amelia, Barbara, Burl, Jenny, Brian, Morgan, Amanda, Mike, Nick, Tyler, Kelly, Debbie, Tom, Pa, Ron, Ashley, Aaron, Randy, Mike's family, Sam's family, Edna, Judy, Jimmy's family, Nancy's family, and Jimmy's family. And that he would rescue them from trouble and preserve them in the hope of the resurrection in Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. For emergency workers and all whose vocations keep them from their families for our well-being this evening, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, for faith and humility to receive the virgin-born Son of God and the sign where He is promised to be found, His holy word and sacraments, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Almighty God, you have given your Son, born of Mary, to be the Savior of the world. Send your spirit and abide with us that we may confess him and remain in your love until he comes again in glory. For he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
hope of eternal life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. We extinguish our candles and rise for joy to the world. Thank you.